Ladies and gentlemen, we are once again here. Crazy Funny Asians, Miscellaneous Brown, a.k.a. Eric Esteban, is here with you. And today we have a very special guest. Award-winning, best all-around female in the Crazy Woke Asians Festival. Took over the Vancouver Fringe. Her face was like on buses and shit. She was just taking over. She is the face of Japanese comedy today. Kazuka Sano! Yay! Thank yes! You. Look at that, meters are all oh, off the charts okay. because. It, <laughs> welcome, Kazoo. Oh, thank you so much, no, Eric. Congratulations on oh, all of the success. Cheers. We're coffee. cheering coffee. Afternoon. The afternoon coffee, coffee to wake us up and, and enjoy this podcast. Exactly. No, I, I really, I'm so happy that you're here mm-hmm. on the show thank because you. I see you on your, on your quest to tell your story. <laughs> so funny. No, what? <laughs> oh, thank you so much for that. The great introduction. Well, that's what I do. Oh, I have to give so everybody sweet. a great introduction because this uh-huh. is your origin story. No. You are an okay. Asian superhero. Okay. And we're sharing your, your superhero origin story. Superhero. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I want people to, to know what you're doing because... Oh. I mean, what you you took over the fringe? I did Vancouver. So from LA to Vancouver. You did you did the show here in LA first. Tell tell us the yeah. name of the show. Tell us what the show's about. Tell us how you wrote it. Tell us everything. Tell us the process. So okay. First, what's the show? Tell tell us the name of the show. It's the show uh, title. Uh, the title is called Pretty Beast. Mm-hmm. Pretty Beast. Mm-hmm. You can imagine yeah, pretty beast. that I am pretty and beast. Because she is a beast. She's a comic <laughs> beast. Kazu has done both the Miscellaneous Brown Carey Comedy Spectacular. Mm-hmm. You've done Crazy Funny Asians with me stand-up-wise. I did. You're so funny. I love oh. you as a stand-up. But then oh, when we did the Crazy Woke Asians Festival, uh-huh. you won Best All-Around Female Show. I did. And I mean, Best of the Festival. Best and that was you best. did Pretty Beast yeah, in that show. Yeah. That was the same show. Yeah. So I... May this is a one woman show, mm-hmm. and I would like to say one person show. Yeah, of course. Reason. Yeah, I always say one person show. Yeah. But anyway, so this is a one person show, and I last year uh, around this time, like you know, I I wanted to make one one person show, sure. even my solo show. Yeah, your solo and, show. And I was like, I was thinking about how can I do that. Then I saw I was working on it with my friends. Mm-hmm. I mean, in fact, I've been working for this show like past maybe since I started doing stand up like 10, sure. 10. It's been 11 years now. So a long time ago. And um, so I was, you know, like uh, figuring out. Then, then I saw Kiki mm-hmm. Yang uh, from uh, Crazy Walk Agents. Yes, yes. And she told me, it was like at the end of last year. She was like, I was looking for venue. And then, you know, she said, hey, because. Uh, so I'm putting a solo festival, mm-hmm. no, solo show festival. And you wanna do? You say you can do one hour, right? And I say yeah. So do you wanna do that? And it's okay. When? And she said, Oh March. Oh right, I'm booked. Nice. So, so, so it was like her giving uh-huh. you the opportunity to showcase the show. You were like, yeah. Okay, now I'm gonna finish it. Now I'm exactly. Gonna do it. Yeah. Now I really have to you know, do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then at the beginning, I thought I can do like all my stand-up comedy materials mm-hmm. and also plus into like a more like a make it into storytelling. Right. That was my idea sure. at the beginning. But then when I started writing like in December, I was like, wow, this is going to be much, much different. Mm-hmm. So then it became much, much different. Like, mm-hmm. you know, drama. It became your story. Yeah, drama yeah. and a comedy. So what, what is this story of? What, what, what does Pretty Beast tell the tale of? What is your... What oh. is this? Like, what's what? the brief synopsis of Pretty Beast? Oh, it's... Uh, uh, okay, uh, Japanese girl. Sorry, I'm like adjusting my bra. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sorry, I'm wearing hey, a shirt you know and what? everything. We're, we're but... here in the studio. <laughs> my wife is, so is actually in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> so we're good, guys. Oh, gosh, it's hot. Okay, anyway. Uh, anyway. No, 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 my shirt is on. So, uh, right, Meldis? Oh, Meldis is his wife. Okay. So, uh, uh, you know, this show is about, like, a Japanese girl 
growing up in Japan mm-hmm. uh, with a mother being schizophrenic, mm. who, uh, which is a mental illness mm-hmm. that uh, if you have it and then you don't have a boundaries between delusions and reality. Yeah. So it's always mixed up. Sure. So a girl growing up with um, schizophrenic mother and then dad being a uh, more like alcoholic. Okay. So basically, like um, a fucked up family. You know? Yeah. In Japan. Dysfunctional, messed in, up family. Yeah, in Japan. yeah. And then this girl, uh, me, uh, found a humor, you know, comedy mm. as a survival tool. Mm. You know, because uh, growing up was difficult. So I, naturally, I became a very funny girl. You have to laugh yeah, in I order have to, to laugh. cry. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because yeah. if you cry and then nothing changed. You yeah. Know? But if you kind of like uh, being funny and then it just you can, you know, uh, overcome. I don't know. Just uh, that's it, the way I it, survived. I agree. With my I, that's how we. And could, so yeah. that was your own personal story. Your, your, yeah, mom yeah, and, yeah. your mom and dad were really. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. way. Yeah. Uh-huh. They are still alive. But, yeah. Uh, but they don't speak English. So they don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> 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 the oh, she, she's like, she looked away from the back and said, they don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Of course. I have freedom. Freedom. <laughs> That's hilarious. You can speak language that your parents never and understand. And see now the true story of the immigrant experience comes out the immigrant <laughs> performer experience freedom you can talk shit about your parents and they will never know it's a real it's a real thing of a freedom of speech <laughs> that is hilarious no i mean yeah but but you had i mean if you had to grow up in a situation like that if, yeah. if you couldn't find humor it, it's gonna be a very I would I wouldn't be here I guess. Oh yeah. my god. No, That's it's scary, true. Right? I'm the same way. If I wouldn't uh, have found comedy, if I wouldn't have been able to find people like you cuz I grew up I was the only Filipino, you know, oh, in like the a, neighborhood. Yeah, in the neighborhood. Oh. So it was, it was it was like one of those where if if I didn't know how to make fun of myself and mm. make fun of people mm. and make them laugh, <laughs> might have might begin into some fights. So it'd be better to right. make them laugh and and that's so you comedy, became comedy of like, saved my life the same way it saved yours. Yeah, so you became like kind of like a, the funny guy. In mm-hmm. a, I became that, or I even in a lot of ways yeah. I, I even made fun of myself. I beat them yeah. to the joke. Oh, you know, yeah. So that that way I was like, oh yeah, I'm supposed to be this or I'm supposed to be that, uh, and then you can't say it anymore. Kind of yeah. like you know, like right, just, yeah, like a. Just yeah. a defense mechanism. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, it's a defense mechanism. I mean, and also a kind of like a sort of escape, you know. Mm-hmm. But so, yeah, so my story is about, so, okay, girl became funny, right? Mm-hmm. But it was in Japan a long time ago. So a girl being funny was actually trouble mm. because I'm a girl, I was, I'm a girl mm-hmm. and also... Also, this, you know, the title is Pretty Beast. Yes, she's a very beautiful lady, so, guys. So because... you wouldn't expect so much funniness coming out of such a delicate flower. Thank you so much. A delicate flower. <laughs> so, okay. So my story is like, so this girl became so beautiful. Haha, <laughs> you know, turned out. How do you say Sure. It? So people, so that was her problem because everybody thought, you know, the boys and the girls like, Oh my God! You... Well, the, the the difference with cultures yeah. as far as when yeah. when you're in Japan, yeah. girls are held at a different. Yeah, they're different. We, yeah. Women should be this way and yeah. that way. Be you quiet know? and exactly. not, you don't have to be. Yeah, and uh, sure not to take the joke or, no. <laughs> or and sure not yeah. to take away any attention from anybody else in the room. Yeah, and then saying something funny or loud or oh. doing physical comedy every day at school. That's what I was doing. Yes, and saying dick jokes like whenever I want it and everybody was like shut up you know i never seen a woman like you <laughs> and then you're I get, a beast exactly <laughs> and then i get okay and then i became an adult okay i was like wearing a mini skirt and then you know i like the boys mm-hmm. you know and then but i was still funny and you know i was very nasty and rude sure and guys are saying like oh i thought you were the perfect woman until you started talking Wow. <laughs> Isn't it funny? <laughs> like, 
okay. And like not, not even one guy, I think a lot of men told me that way. So anyway, so I was like, oh, sorry, busted. Like, you know, like, how do you say like, zoink, I don't know. No, but um, I, that's, that's incredible yeah. that you couldn't even, even though guys were attracted to you, they still wouldn't want to be with you because you were it, too, too... Was it Japanese men you were dating? Yeah, or? Okay. yeah, uh, yeah. I guess so it was a long it, time ago. So it was Japanese men and, and they would like, no, nah, you can't, I'm, I don't want this. Yeah. I, I don't mean, want you to talk about funny stuff. Yeah, or, yeah. I, please don't talk about my penis. I mean... Like, you're gonna, if you're going to make fun of my penis, I'm going to be in trouble. No, I never made Did fun of Did you make of fun of their penis? Because no, I, no, I would get I that if you didn't want... I, I don't do that. No, I don't. I mean, I'm nice. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, 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 no. But, you know... No, um, I know. You can't... You, it's like hard to be aggressive. It's hard to be... It's hard to be uh, yourself. Yeah. Because I like just to goof, goof around and saying something, you know... Because if you go to party, then I, I was the loudest person in the party. Maybe you won't believe it because I'm such a beautiful girl. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so everybody yes. said to my boyfriend, she's nasty, you know, like, I don't know. So Wow. I so, I know. but see, that that's such the trip because even your style of comedy, mm-hmm. for me, it's it's like, it's very calm. Oh, really? Like, like it's in. <laughs> well, no, you have your moments where you uh-huh. pick for mm-hmm. your, your bursts of energy and, and your punchlines. And I, I love that. But mm. you also, like, sometimes your delivery is like a sneaky delivery where you'll say something very calm and mm. collected. Your face is very oh. calm. Oh. And then you just slip in something like a shiv. And like, <laughs> ah, I gotcha. I gotcha. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it. so I, 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 I can see. Mm-hmm as a young person just wanting to get all that out but right. i see you now as a right. as a as a seasoned vet on the <laughs> stage so no but learning how <laughs> to uh, i mean seriously yeah. like your delivery in oh, is it, i've seen your set a couple times and it's mm-hmm. still <laughs> even when i know it's coming it's mm. still ah oh my goodness so oh, funny <laughs> it's, no but it's it, it your your delivery is that's probably part of it. Is just your your overall personality. Mm-hmm. You you a cool cat. That's I what was, it is. Yeah, I was uh, doing. I was uh, developing my comedy career since I was five. I guess. <laughs> 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 so anyway, so this show is like so. Show is about that, and then finally, I wanted to be a comedian, do a comedy mm-hmm. in America. So I decided to move to America and that's do amazing it. To so me. that's the. That's the story, Tada. But that's but that okay. I know that you just brushed over that whole part of coming to America, <laughs> but that to me, like you wanted to do comedy, so you not only left your homeland of Japan and but uh-huh. you came to a different country. Yeah. Where English is a second language to you. Right. And you and then you decided to not only not do the art form that you wanted to do in your own native language, but now you yeah. learn a different language and right. do it in that language. It and insane. it's... <laughs> it was insane, people. Wow! <laughs> and I think it's hard. Oh my gosh, it's hard to write jokes every day. No, it's... No, but... Which, your journey is incredible, girl. Your yeah. shit is crazy. Like, you crazy, <laughs> funny, Asian, for real. <laughs> no, but seriously. Like, oh. so, when you were younger, what mm. made you... What was the thing that got you to come here? Like, oh, like what, 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 were, what were the events? Like, oh, you were you were a young kid sequence. who everybody was like a kid and they were telling you were nasty and you're too loud yeah, and all yeah, this other stuff. Yeah. And then you grew up and you started liking boys. Right, of course. And then? Then, then um, but ba- basically, so I, my family was dysfunctional. So I had a low self-esteem mm. since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the problems, too. So after, you know, high school, I was just partying, you know, like I didn't know if I could do something I wanted to do. I was already interested in doing acting, mm-hmm. singing, you know, mm-hmm. it's yeah. all performance art. Mm-hmm. But uh, I thought it was like, I just thought because of the, my parents want that supported. Mm-hmm. So I never believed that I could do something I wanted. I got you. I got you. So I didn't start anything until like... Maybe like at age 23 or something. Okay. And then, but then... Now you were still in Japan? Yeah, I'm okay. in Japan. Okay. And then I just started doing acting because I I had a new boyfriend and they were all like, you know, my boyfriend, 
and also the, his friends were all artists. Okay. So they influenced on me. So I uh, I started doing acting, but you know acting was very difficult, and I never. I mean, I was going to do just a, like a regular acting, mm-hmm. like I'm like a beautiful girl. Sure, like Shakespeare, <laughs> not like, a, not yeah, like a classical funny, stuff, yeah, not yeah. like a com- com- comedian. Mm-hmm. And I tried, but the, I just realized this is not really quite fitting, you know, mm. to me. Like, it's just a weird thing, you know. And then, like, oh, do this. If you're a woman, do this, do that all again. Don't run like that, you know. Mm, yeah. So, like, you have to run like a woman, blah, blah, blah. So, anyway, then, then after that, I saw improvisation. I met improvisation, mm. like improv comedy. Actually, it landed in Japan at the time. So I was so obsessed, you know, it was so funny, and I could yeah. say whatever I wanted. Yeah. Right? Right. And I was like, this is it, I love and so it. so this was improvising yeah. in Japan? In Japan, awesome. Tokyo. Okay. So we were doing, like, uh, shows, like, every week in uh, Tokyo. It was great, you mm-hmm. know. But then and I got, like, uh, some depression things going on. Like, mm-hmm. not really diagnosed, or, you know. But uh, I had then a bad breakup and then whatever. And then, but... When I was doing improvisation, I, you know, at the same time, my uh, comedy hero was like American actors, like, you know, old school, like Whoopi Goldberg. Mm, yeah. You know, like she's a woman, funny and mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, and, totally. You know, I wasn't really familiar with stand up, but I saw some stand up and I thought it, I thought it was cool. But anyway, so I was so interested in comedy in America because improv was new in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like, what is this? This is so funny. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. fun. Improv is love. Yeah. I love improv. That's how I got started in oh, comedy. Oh, Chicago, right? Yeah, Chicago, yeah, Chicago, improv. Second yeah, city? Yeah, second but city. Cool. Second city. It was second city and improv Olympic. Improv okay, Olympic was yeah. where Dell. You say I.O.? Yeah, I.O. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I studied with Dell. I was the last class to study with Dell Close before he died. Who, Del Close the was the guy, who, the, the the guy who did with the white beard on the wall, and yeah, oh. yeah, he was the he was the guy. He's he was a, the guy who the started guy. both of them. Oh. And he his last class, he oh there, there was a seven A and seven B, and I <laughs> and, and I had the seven A class, <laughs> and then he died in between seven A and seven B because the seven B class was the show, and he was going to be the director of it, and you were going to be in a show with Del directed, and I was, I was that was all I wanted to do was be oh. in a show by the Godfather of comedy, and then. He died uh, right before he, we were able to do it. But you took his class. Oh yeah, I did. I took wow. his class, and wow. and then from that, when I mean improv is where mm-hmm. everything has mm-hmm. started, and even every project that I work on now, improv is. It, this is what this podcast is based on. Oh, improv. Yes, yeah. podcast. Yes, is and about in- I listen to yes, your story, and, and then I oh. give you more. Yes, you yes, know, I say and. yes, and then I <laughs> and some more. You know, yes, I mean and. that's. That's the life. Yeah. That's my life in in in, oh, in comedy. You know, yeah. Because we as comics are, you know, part of it is like mm-hmm. we 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 comment on life. But in order for us to comment on life, we have to first take it in and listen. Yeah. You know. Definitely. So that's what improv taught me was like, you have yeah. to listen yeah. and take in everything and then yeah. contribute what you have. Right. 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 And yeah. improv yeah. is the best. Oh, and so was yeah. improv what what brought you here to America or was it was it wanting to study more? Or? More. So I was so interested in comedy uh-huh. in America and I uh, I went to Australia first. Okay. I mean to see my first director for improvisation they, they there's a company in Tokyo and they invited this director from Australia mm. and so we did gigs like in the big now, theater. Let me ask yeah. you, in this in this improv in, 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 in Japan, are uh-huh. you improvising strictly and only in Japan or are you doing are you speaking in English? Are you doing Oh no, it's in Japanese. All Japanese. And I did it in Japan. Okay. All Japanese. Yeah, all, all Japanese okay. with Japanese people. Okay. Yeah. So that was your start in improv. Right. Okay. And then so I was so influenced by like this Australian woman. Mm-hmm. But then I thought but the America was like had a Hollywood, right? Like has a Hollywood. So okay, I decided, okay, I'm gonna try Hollywood. America. But then I went to so and then I had this uh a sort of depression, low self esteem kind of crash, like my financial mm-hmm. not not financial I hear financial too. But life <laughs> Kind of like a sure. crisis, like sure. you know, late twenties, and I, 
quit everything for a while sure. because I didn't know what to do. And but then eventually, I had some nervous breakdown and everything. And eventually, I decided, okay, if I'm gonna die, you know, I have to do something that I wanted to、mm-hmm. want to do. So okay, why don't I just go to America and just try, you know? So okay, so then then I went to San Francisco for some reason because. Because my ex-boyfriend was from San Francisco, that's the reason why.、But、okay. We we weren't dating at the time because I broke up with him. Before, okay. But the, he he is he was from America. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so and I got American influence influence, and then he went to San Francisco. Ah,、uh, but San Francisco was great though. Yeah, it's a beautiful city. Oh yeah. I loved it.、Yeah. So how long were you in San Francisco? Ah,、uh, long time, like、uh, seven, eight years. Okay. Yeah. Now you went from Japan and then you went moved to San Francisco. San Francisco. So tell me about that. Like, okay. <laughs> like how was that? Like how was that transition for you? Like, did you start improvising right away? Were no. You, like, I、what? mean, so first year was like, I went to language school. Like,、okay. I don't know if you are parents. Are they immigrant? Yeah,、or? they're immigrants, they? but they're in the Philippines. Everybody. Oh yeah, English speaks English. Okay. Yeah, in the Philippines, it's like you know, because it's, yeah, it's basically like an American colony yeah, for the past thirty yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. Colonialization. Colonialization. <laughs> yeah. Colonization. Yeah. No, but yeah. No, so they 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 were. Pretty good. I mean, they、uh, still have a little bit of an accent, but okay, okay.、Yeah. So you, but you had language classes. Yeah, I went to English school, like、mm-hmm. where all like in, I mean, foreign people go. Well, but、know? Japan is different from most countries in that I mean,、yeah. it's we don't speak English though. Yeah, it's very culturally. Dif- yeah, you you、different. have to be Japanese, like Japanese culture, Japanese language,、yeah. everything, right? That's very strict, right? Annoying. Yeah. Yeah, I mean,、it、but is, but、yeah. the, but they 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 hold true to their culture very much. So it's、yeah. hard when you. Get put into a, culture, a totally different culture. I'm sure. My gosh. Yeah, that was very different. Yeah, it was very very different. Did you、like. know how to speak English?、Before? I mean, yeah, we, you know, in Japan, my time, I studied. I mean, English six years since between age twelve and eighteen. Okay. Until you know, so it was like, a, uh, so you have to study English for six years at least. Okay, so we, so for six years you have to study English. Yeah, it's a requirement, but yeah, but you、I、don't mean, practice. I mean, so at the time because teachers they are Japanese and、mm-hmm. their pronunciation is horrible. <laughs> I go to school. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, I say I went to school. Well, their accents are. I mean, they're yeah, they have Japanese accents. Yeah, it's not like they're. And Japanese are so shy. So when we read the book, you know, out loud in the class, we were all shy. So like we we wanted to try to speak like a British or American like hey I go to cafe yesterday everybody wanted to do it but once you know we stood up in the class and then when we read、mm-hmm. we go I went to a bar yesterday yeah you it's、that. you're just reading yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. it's very difficult to to be able to really、mm, use it practically yeah I mean if unless I mean, it's very hard to learn a language unless you're actually using, using it, it every day. Exactly. Yeah, it's very. And nobody speaks like my family. Nobody speaks English、mm. in school. Nobody speaks English. So how can I? My friends, nobody. So、know? then you're here in San Francisco and、yeah. you're in a language class. Yeah, but you know, I was speaking a little bit of English because uh, at, tw- at age twenty, I took English class, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like a private lesson, something、okay. like that. So I knew a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit,、mm-hmm. and I had some boyfriend. And, sure. You know, so a little bit, but you know, when I moved here, it was like I okay. I thought I could speak English, but this is nothing. <laughs> It's hard. I, I couldn't、yeah. understand anything. Yeah. Well, and also the dialects and all the different slang、exactly. words and everything else. Yeah, yeah. Slang was one of the most difficult things. Oh yeah, that I'm yeah. sure. What? What did you now, say? how did someone who's now just grappling with The language、mm-hmm. transition into somebody who's doing stand-up and、oh. winning one 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 person one one, show, one, yeah, one, one solo show, show festival yeah whatever yeah but so, you know like、yeah. how did that happen so okay long story short so I went to see do you know Keith Johnston right you Keith Johnston from、Is、Canada a, from Canada oh、uh, no no he's like a genius guy in improvisation okay improv okay from Canada okay cool. Then, I'm not familiar with a lot of improv from Canada, but that's awesome. Okay, so there is an improvisation group called Bay Area 
Okay. Theater sports called Bat in San Francisco. Okay. Okay. So I went to. I actually so I, I took classes, mm-hmm. and uh, and it was very difficult because English. I didn't understand what they are talking about. Sure. And so I I did some uh, acting class in. So I went to college though, so, so I took acting class mm-hmm. and um, I did improv and then I did musical and some clown show mm-hmm. and so you know in a community theater thing. Sure. And and then I started collaborating with an, uh, this Asian American girl. Okay. Uh, I did a clown show together. Uh, we became a duo. Mm. And then, because she thought I was funny, so like we started creating sketch comedy together. Mm-hmm. So we did that for a year, and then I thought, and then, but this girl said, and then I thought it was like uh, when I was finishing up, I went to community college in the Bay Area, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then after that, I moved on. I, I anyway, uh, whatever. I just <laughs> I transferred to four year university. But I didn't really go there because I wanted to do comedy. Sure, you, know, you were just going there to kind of like, yeah, continue to, school. To, yeah, to know culture and uh, you know it was great uh, learning English and uh, literature. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, but here you are. You're you're new to the country and uh-huh. you want to be. I can't even imagine improvising without all the words that I have in my brain. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and, and improvising in English, and you want to improvise and do comedy and act, and and you didn't even have the, mm-hmm. a full grasp of the English language yet, and you're, you're already still doing it. It's amazing to me. That, uh, it, 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 that That's incredible to me because... crazy. My goodness. That, <laughs> it, <laughs> my goodness. No, for real. It's, 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 it's such an incredible thing to me because it's really shows how much you needed to get your story out and how much you really needed to be heard in that way, you know, because whatever the obstacles were, you found a way to, Hmm. hey, language barriers, our good, let's figure it out. Oh, so much, yeah. Yeah. I like to torture myself, I think. So so when, when did you first... Stand up. Yeah. So, okay, so I finished college, then I thought... Okay, I'm going to do stand up finally because because all actors I like, you know, at the time like, you know, Whoopi Goldberg, Eddie Murphy, yeah. surprisingly they are black people and I'm Asian, but No, but, but girl, that's what I You just named the two yeah. people that influenced me too. Eddie Murphy is oh, okay. like one of my favorites. Right? Yeah, yeah. Whoop- and Whoopi, I mean, yeah. when she was in Ghost and won an yeah, Oscar yeah. for Ghost. Come I know, on. right? So, then another actor like a comedic actors they all and I found out all oh, these people all started out as a sign of comedy comedian mm-hmm. so and I was like okay then I have to do this I'm gonna do it mm-hmm. and I didn't know how hard it was yeah so it's, I yeah I it's a hard gig but but yeah. at the same time it's so freeing I know but then before that you know uh, before I started doing, decided to do stand-up, I did sketch comedy. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I did also clown comedy show. It was with, like the, a, with your partner, the one that part, you were doing? Yeah, the, and the also two. other people. Like okay. Sketch comedy I did with my partner, mm-hmm. but the musical I did with a bunch of okay. very creative people. Right on. Uh, yeah. But then I learned in the process of making comedy, writing comedy is very difficult. Mm. Right? Yeah. It's something different. You know, you have to because because comedy, when you're writing comedy, it's almost like you have to take in all the different senses. Yeah. Before you can figure out whether it's funny or not, because right. sometimes something can be visually funny and you don't yeah. have to write anything more. And right. It, and, and sometimes something is just, you know, you, it's a joke and it's funny. You, yeah. There's so many different so aspects many elements. to comedy. Yeah. 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 So I thought. Okay, I want to do stand-up comedy to learn basic of comedy writing mm, in yeah. America. Sure. You know. Well, it's so personal, too, so you're able yeah. to share your own story. Exactly. Yeah. So, at the beginning, but I wasn't really... Uh, but, you know, I, I didn't know that the stand-up comedy was a tool to, you know, like you said, to free yourself, mm-hmm. right? 
and I did not know about that when I started because right. because I because I, I I didn't grow up here. <laughs> no, but it's also yeah. we as comics. I didn't know that mm. when I first started stand up mm. comedy. You, part like I, I I heard John Stewart talk about mm. like the young a young stand up comic and the life of a young stand up comic mm. when I was a young stand up comic and I still am. I mean I'm only doing this four years, right? Mm-hmm. But um, he talks about how you first have to find mm. your voice, your story, yeah. what you want to say. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And, it, and, and that in and of itself, just yeah. that process is sometimes takes years to find because you don't know what it is you really want to say because okay. sometimes you're just regurgitating your heroes. Yeah. Right, like yeah. Whoopi or Eddie. I mean, exactly. Yeah. That's what. Yeah. And 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 through stand-up comedy, mm-hmm. because you keep telling the same jokes over and over, you right. keep telling the same stories over. You find these little nooks and crannies of what you want to say. Right. And that's why I feel like it's so freeing because now I'm here, uh-huh. and I can talk for hours and hours with my friends, uh-huh. and and it's I've written jokes from. Uh-huh. The stuff that we we talk about in, oh, in, from in, this in, podcast, from the podcast. Oh. yeah, it's just the, the process of it. It's just great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, being like you mean true to yourself. Yeah, like yeah. You just because it, it, it once you tap that mm-hmm. resource in yourself to mm-hmm. truly, you like you found exactly what you want to say with everything. Mm-hmm. You can always make your way back to that point, mm-hmm. no matter what it is. whether they throw something at you like random thing from a crowd Mm. you can always figure if you know what you want to say you'll always find your way back well I hope so (laughs) no you do well obviously you're doing it right because you're winning awards I mean (laughs) yeah so anyway so yeah that's right like stand up I mean it's so challenging but I like comedy Mm -hmm. so I you and I have very similar paths really yeah, well, you because we improv. both started improv and sketching. I mean, sketch no, and... I mean, dysfunctional family. Is that no, what no, no. My, oh, my family's not dysfunctional. Great, I'm, I'm lucky. I, no, my, all, all the all the dysfunction <laughs> was with the people that I grew up with and oh. like getting picked on and stuff. That's more uh, where the dysfunction came from with me. But so but sorry. no, like like the idea that Believe. we all started sketch, mm. then and improv, improv and, and then sketch, up. and then it led to yeah, stand up. And then one 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 person show. Yeah. Yeah. It's like full circle. Yeah. And each facet of entertainment. Right. It's 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 pretty cool that Yeah. But it's also one thing that for me mm-hmm. personally mm-hmm. it's the only way I could have done it. What do you mean? I mean Like I wouldn't have done it any other oh, way. Oh, yeah, me like, too. So my yeah. Because some people will tell me, man, why would, why didn't you start doing stand-up when you first started uh, yeah. acting? You know, or whatever. Mm. And, and and like I was talking about before, mm. it takes a while to find what you really want to talk about. Yeah, but also, uh, it, it's so true. But, um, you know, um, when I okay started doing stand-up, mm-hmm. before that, I was interested in doing a one-person show. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. not just uh, jokes. Right. You know. You want to tell your story. And then just because I watched this, you know, John Leguizamo, like mm. a legend, you know, like freak, you know, yes. long time oh, ago. It, no, he's he's legendary. He, I don't know how many people he's inspired. He inspired me. Exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, John Leguizamo yeah. and the way that yeah. he took so Latin cool. culture uh-huh. and his story, his yeah. own personal story, married the two uh-huh. and then made a story that everybody yeah. wanted to see. And it was funny beautiful. And, and touching. Everything. And everything. Everything. And a great performance, mm-hmm. acting. Whenever anybody sees yeah. my one-man show and even says anything, John uh-huh. Leguizamo, like uh-huh. in comparison, uh-huh. I don't, I, I tell him, stop, stop. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's the goal, okay? Yeah, exactly. Please stop. Oh, my director says, everybody wants to be like him. No, you know? but... Oh, Okay. Well, because between John Leguizamo and Eddie Murphy uh-huh. and Eddie Murphy Delirious, the way like Eddie, he does a lot of storytelling in, yeah. in his in his in his comedy, uh-huh. and the way that he peppers the jokes, but not only the way he peppers jokes, the same way John Leguizamo will transform himself uh-huh. into his mother or into his father yeah, or into yeah, uh, same with Eddie, he yeah. would transform yeah. himself into yeah. whatever character. Yeah, I'm being great. Yeah, yeah, but that's like. 
I, that's the holy grail for me. Yeah. That's what I want to do. Like yeah. every time I do stand up, yeah. I'm like, how many characters can I play oh. in this eight minutes? Because I want to. I just want like, to be. You like I just want to be just like them. Yeah. That those are my heroes. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's great. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I it's just like, wow. For me, more like, uh, like a storytelling of like. Like a real storytelling, yeah. Like not like a, you know, like kind of drama also. There's drama a point and a to comedy. it. Yeah. There's a point. I mean, yes. Yeah. I love stand-up comedy. Mm -hmm. I love the art form. I love mm -hmm. just peppering people with a bunch of just mm -hmm. jokes and one-liners. Mm -hmm. It's fun. Mm -hmm. But when you can, it's hard though. But when you can take mm -hmm. a story and mm -hmm. you can have people follow you on a story and mm -hmm. then hit them with that end story and the mm -hmm. punchline at the end. Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't. I don't know that there's anything better because then you've taken them on a ride, right? Right, right, and uh huh, yeah. It, because you, because when you make people laugh and then they have something that they can retain at the end. Mm -hmm. Oh wow, she went on this. We had this journey. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just. Yes, we laughed. That's great, but. Yeah. I learned something. Yeah. Right. I found out about this person. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um. More, yeah, I don't know why, but I just want. Yeah, I. I just. Felt oh these things I want to do this mm -hmm. you know it's interesting yeah it's well emotional coaster and I I I wasn't interested I mean I wasn't I didn't watch so many shows but that's the one thing I was very interested but John Leguizamo it's the thing yeah. and then I saw one show called Addicted uh -huh. it was like a white guy talking about being a drug addict sure. and he's a great comedian stand up. But I went to see his solo show in San Francisco when I didn't understand English. Oh, wow. <laughs> because I, that was like a half price ticket. Oh, you know. And yeah. Then, but I went to see it and I, that was so strong. I didn't understand like, you know, maybe one third of what he was saying. But the, but the felt impact it. was yeah. big. Sure, sure. And so creepy also. It was creepy. I okay. like creepy stuff. Right on, yeah. So anyway, so... I, so when I started stand up, I my goal was to be able to do this one person show type of thing mm -hmm. with comedy, right? You know, not just like oh, this is so sad story. Yeah, like, let me let me put different hats on and look in the <laughs> it's sky. So funny. Yeah, no. What is that? Yeah, I don't. I mean, no. <laughs> Who was that? There, there, there was a sketch I think one time where this cat would like have different hats situated all over oh, and he put it, put it in the, yeah. I think it might have been Fred Armisen yeah. if I'm not mistaken it might have been like a Portlandia sketch yeah. or some, something something so weird funny. but it's true like yeah. I didn't I when I set out to do a one man show I wanted it to be as close to stand up as I could possibly get mm. while still being able to go mm. to the dramatic places mm. that I needed to tell the story that's so, cool yeah. yeah but it definitely was the the mo the mo the most important part was the story. Yeah. The most important part was to tell like my experience, my experience. and share it. But then the comedy. Well, I think it, for us, <laughs> from what it sounds like to me, uh -huh. and it's comedy is the, the only way we could exactly. share. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because comedy was a you know our tool to survive, right? Mm -hmm. So we just want to keep carrying this whatever we do. I well, think. it's easy. It, it 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 I don't know if it's well maybe it, it it's it it's an easier way of doing it if we can keep carrying this comedy with us and then telling the story with comedy yeah. because it's it it's it's a lot it, I, when you can make people laugh and uh -huh. then still tell them your the experience real the real uh -huh. that's that's what it is kind of like I don't know um well, but that's that's. I think that's what we like, you know. Like everybody reads autobiographies, yeah. right? Everybody yeah. reads different people right. that they admire. Yeah, I it, love autobiographies. Yeah, I love them. You do. Oh, me I too. I love yeah. it because it's the experience. It's the yeah. human experience, and then if you can yeah. even empathize with even a moment of this person who you uh, think is great. Yeah. Oh, cool! Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like I, I always yeah. like I, 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 I remember. I, I say this story only because Bill Clinton's autobiography. Okay. So Is it one of the most mo one of the moments that I keep with me about that uh -huh. is 
the chapter where he talked about how he told uh, Chelsea about Monica. Oh. The daughter <laughs> about Monica. Right? And I said to myself, I'm listening to him in in an audio book and I'm like, oh yo, God, yo, I never... You have and I have two daughters, and I never. <laughs> there is no blowjob in the world that is worth me having to write a fucking chapter like that in my autobiography. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, yeah, I like even that. Like even when they fail, uh-huh. and the moments when they mess up, uh-huh. you think about that. Yeah. You know, you put that towards your life, and you're like, okay, check. This guy did some stupid shit too, and maybe uh, okay. It, uh, I, I, you know, it's it's yeah. good to be able to empathize with people, whether it's whether they're you know popular in presidents or mm. whether they're uh, a young Japanese immigrant who uh-huh. wants to share her story of you know her dysfunctional family uh-huh. and how she transitioned into becoming a stand-up comedian. You know, there's a place for every story and your story is so unique and that's probably oh, why see. you were all over Vancouver. <laughs> Vancouver. No, so tell me about that. How was it when everybody it's it's sold out and you see your picture everywhere and it's and it's and you I mean literally you you were your your pretty beast was like plastered your review the reviews were coming out and everybody was yeah. loving the show. How was that? How did it how was it dealing with that success? Um, I mean, it was okay. It was great. I mean, yeah, I be a, honest, no, girl. Okay. girl, that felt good. I'm no, sure. I have a low self-esteem, so that's what I'm talking about in my right, show. Right, right, of but course. So I don't take you know. It's so nice, my husband and like you. Oh my god, you had a good, great success mm-hmm, by sure. doing this show, and I'm like, really? And he goes, Yeah. What don't you think? Like, yeah. Okay. Like so for me, it's weird, right? I'm so weird, but uh, uh, so I got the great review. So yeah. basically, before the festival started, I think in on the day festival kicked, kick, kick off, kicked mm-hmm. off. Yeah, kicked off. I had a great uh, PR like on the local newspaper. Sure. So they interviewed me. Great. And this guy who interviewed me actually he. His mother was also mentally ill. Oh, okay. So he was very... So he was in tune with your story, in, yeah. Okay. How did you overcome and, mm. you know, like a question of course. that you have. And so he probably out. asked a lot of the right questions, too, to highlight your story. Yeah. Yeah. So I answered and then he wrote a really great article about my show. Awesome. And that was like published on the day that the festival started. Mm. And so I think that probably worked. What was his name? Do you remember his name? Uh, his name is um, Michael. I'm sorry, Michael. Michael. My, well, Ra, what, Ra, Ra, Ra. what was it? What was what, where co- was it published? With? The uh, the paper um, is uh, called the Georgia Street. Okay. So it's more like not newspaper, but more like um, how do you say like like a neighborhood kind of local yeah, thing, like local, what's going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then like uh, so that was one thing, mm. and then. Uh, my show was actually um, the sold. I mean, very packed. You know, at the, yeah. at the beginning, first day, second day, and then the big. When you do Fringe Festival in Canada mm. um, or anywhere else, the volunteer. There are a lot of volunteers. There are five. There were five hundred volunteers working for this festival. Wow! So then, if you're a volunteer, I think you can get in for free. I sure. Think. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so when volunteers started start talking about your show, that means it's successful. And then I had one of the volunteers say, "Hey, I saw your show, and you know what? Your show is a one of the shows that we were all talking about. We are talking." I was like, "Really? Yeah." So. That was so cool. Yes. Um, yeah. That's awesome. So volunteer, you know, word, how do you say word? Word of mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, and it's also the people that are watching the show are the uh-huh. ones responding. It's not like some reviewer telling them what to do. Uh-huh. It's the people who are actually seeing the show and experiencing the show, talking about the show and, and right. liking the show, yeah. which is great. That's yeah. really nice. That's so good. Yeah. It feels, it had to feel awesome. And also this girl who works for Venue, for the mm-hmm. Venue, 
um, she, you know, she's the venue had like six or seven shows, mm -hmm. you know, at the same time for the sure. festival or more than that. And then she told me one day, "Oh, your show must be very successful." And I said, "Why? Because your show is the only one when the audience walk out, they say, 'Oh my God, that was great! You know, that was that was great!' Like they were all talking about. Yeah. To how do you say it? when they were walk." walking out from sure yeah theater. yeah and i'm like oh thank you but i'm yeah. still like a low self-esteem so i yeah. can't believe in it no like, but okay. you know what here's what i'm gonna tell you girl you mm -hmm. should own it okay i'm gonna own it sassy no. and then kind of no, like but no you don't even it, it really is it, it, it's not even just it's not even just taking on that diva attitude at all uh -huh. it, no it, diva no, you're not. That's Don't not be a fun. diva. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 but no, but seriously, because I I see you every time I give you compliments about your show, and you're like, oh, thank you. It's cool. <laughs> I'm so Japanese. You, you are, but but seriously, sprinkle a little American in that because you uh -huh. have sprinkle taken something. You, you no, know, for real, get sprinkle a little bit of that swag on there because oh. you have done something pretty awesome. Oh. Seriously, thank and you, you should really thank you when you because. People who will listen to this podcast will be able yes, to hear yeah. the whole scope of okay, this young... I'm great, people. No, but for real, you, 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 here's this young girl mm -hmm, mm -hmm. who grew up mm -hmm. in a dysfunctional family, mm -hmm. who everybody was telling to be quiet and not mm -hmm. be, you know, not be too loud. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, for yeah, real. Yeah, and it's, then, so it's true. And then you go from Japan and move to San Francisco, learn the language. Exactly. And then... <laughs> write a show in the language yeah. that you learned in the new language yeah. and tour it from Los Angeles and then take over Vancouver. I mean, yeah. that's a fucking crazy story, Kazu. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, it's, it's, I did it. I did it. And it's incredible because when you think about what we as mm -hmm. Asian artists, mm -hmm. as immigrant artists, as mm -hmm. first generation artists mm -hmm. have to do here. Mm -hmm. And when I think about like what my parents had to do even just to assimilate into the culture and then mm -hmm. now I'm lucky enough to just talk shit into a microphone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's it's a trip and then I look at your journey uh -huh. and what, you, what it took to get you here talking on this and it Man, I haven't done shit. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? mean? You did no, everything. But no, but your journey is so cool. Oh, my and, journey and, is so cool. And, and, and very different from a lot of the other stories that we've had on the show because most of the kids and the people mm -hmm. that have been on the show here have been born here. They're mm -hmm. Asian American actors mm -hmm. and not, not people who've had to immigrate. Right. And yeah. that is, that's a truly different story that makes you a little bit more special than everybody else. She's doing a dance right now. Yeah, She's doing like a victory dance. Victory, I fully, see, I told her to take on the confidence and own it, and now she's like doing like football <laughs> victory dances <laughs> at the podcast. I can't even yeah, get her to talk anymore. She just... <laughs> but uh, thank you so much. So, yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm the first generation immigrant. Hey. That's, that's, a, that's a really cool thing. Yeah, it really thanks. is to be yeah. able to say that and then... Do a thing that we don't normally do, writing one-woman shows, write yeah. solo shows, and Thank telling you. the story, and then sold out in yes. Vancouver. And then, so then, after all, I won the uh, award called um, award called um, Peak of the Fringe. Yes, meaning uh, one of the hottest selling. Well, shows. and Pick of the Fringe. Of the I've fringe. done the Fringe, you and did. Pick of Pick of the Fringe is mm -hmm. when the people who actually participate and watch, and mm -hmm. the people who buy tickets for the Fringe vote. Mm -hmm. Right? It's not just the um, producers, or is it everybody? Uh, the whole thing. It's everybody who, who votes. Well, I I don't know because. But I, either way, okay. Pick of, of the, the Fringe. fringe. So there were like 102 shows and they picked six shows. I'm the one with the six. See? See? <laughs> okay, now I'm a little diva. diva. <laughs> be a diva. <laughs> do it. Diva. No. Um, just don't be diva six. when I ask you to do my show. Cause okay. <laughs> diva. Be like, uh-uh, Eric. <laughs> Excuse me, am uh -huh. I headlining? Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Why am I, am I going to have the longest no, set? No, but guys... I just want to say, I'm so happy to have shared Kazu's story with you because, like I said, it is crazy when you go from this quiet or this girl who was told to be quiet in Japan mm -hmm. 
to this pretty beast mm -hmm. taking over <laughs> fringe festivals. <laughs> yeah. It's really great. Thanks. And I just want to thank you for being on my show. Uh, oh, I have one show coming up. What's your show coming I'm up? I'm going to do Pretty Beast on in November in 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 LA. You're going to you're going to do a run in LA? Yeah, one one run. I love it. Tell okay. me the tell me the details because we'll okay. we'll we'll release this okay. in relation to that oh. so that that way you'll oh. be like a good you promo sure? for you. Okay, yeah. If you can, but No, yeah, do it. Tell me. It's on November 9th. November 9th. Perfect. Saturday. At okay. 8 o'clock and at the Fanatic Salon. At the Fanatic Salon. In the west side. Okay. Uh, uh, and tell them where they can follow you on Instagram so that, that yeah. way, if they don't catch okay. it here, they can catch okay. it on your okay. Instagram. Instagram, uh, Kazukusu, K-A-Z-U underscore K-U-S. Boom. In, uh, you do Twitter and all the other stuff. Tell yeah, them, tell them where they can find so you. Not so much, but Facebook. Facebook. Kazukusano Comedy. There and you go. also my website, kazukusano.com. And you can sign up on my mailing list. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Do it. And also, like I said, I will we'll release this episode probably a couple, maybe a week before uh -huh. your show in LA. So it'll be like a good promo. Okay. Thank you so much. So go see this show in L.A. If you're in L.A., Pretty Beast, I'm going to be there because I'm going to get a comp because I got her in a podcast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, All but, right, and call. also you'll be able to see Kazu at the Miscellaneous Browns Karaoke Comedy Spectacular. She's always her fixture there. She comes back oh. every time. She's the one of the best. And she sings in Japanese, too. Exactly. How cool is that? Yeah. And yeah, then yeah, she's also, she'll probably be one of the headliners for the next Crazy Funny Asian stand-up oh. shows. She's always good. She, she's a big time. She's big time here in LA. She's big time everywhere. And watch, watch. Soon she's gonna be. You're gonna know her. She's gonna have her own show. Oh, it's true. Sounds great. You will. Okay, I will. Put it in the universe. Well, Eric says that I will. So, and then the universe. I told universe. So. Boom. Boom. All right. <laughs> that is easy. <laughs> Thank you for listening, guys. And see, just like I said, just like Kazu said. Life is easy, especially when you share this podcast. So share it, please. Crazy Funny Agents with a Z. Please. Because we urban. Please. Peace, y'all.